Support the Love Thy Neighbor podcast network at anchor.fm slash Anthony dash Wilson slash support. Again, anchor.fm slash Anthony dash Wilson slash support. If you'd like to give a one-time gift, go to dollar sign A Wilson 2273 on your cash app. God bless you. Hosea chapter 3, verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, Go again, love a woman who is loved by a lover and is committing adultery just like the love of the Lord for the children of Israel who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of the pagans. He's saying, the, Go get one, right, to Hosea and love them, even though they're in love with somebody else. Mm. This is the picture that he paints to be betrothed be married to us right he's talking about israel and the pagan gods but we're similar in the sense of chasing other things of this world chasing our flesh chasing the the different lusts that we have Mm -hmm. whether it be uh money cars or songs you know they say money cars whatever whatever And, and so to to know that that even happens in a covenant that God established. What makes you think that a marriage is not going to have its trials and tribulations? Right? Right? Because in that you have two humans. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they're trying to to, uh, walk with the Lord. If they're not, there's even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um... Let's see. We're winding down. I know a lot of people are processing. What are some of your questions, your comments, your concerns as you're processing what you're hearing? Because this 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 covenant thing, this commitment thing, this you know, I'm going to be there till the end is a lot sometimes. Michelle. It's very interesting, uh, but you you kind of have to get to a place and, and grow to get to whichever where you're no longer playing chicken. With your spouse, like, okay, <laughs> right. you do this, I'll do that, you know, I'm going to trust you this part, and you get to the place where, Lord, no matter what he does, I trust you, mm. and my heart belongs to you, yeah. I'm asking you to protect my heart, not him, because he's a human, he's no better than me, you know, we're going to break each other, so... You know, I'm not going to go crazy in this marriage playing ticket. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this as on to God. And God, you're going to have to deal with the rest. Strengthen me, prepare me, whatever. If this is all about me and you. Amen. I'm going to read something to you real quick. Um, this is based off of 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 7. Verses 33 through 34. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 33 through 34. 
Um, and in my translation, it's the New King James. It says, but he who is married cares about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. There's a difference between a wife and a virgin or an unmarried person. The unmarried woman cares about the things of the Lord and how she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she who is married cares about the things of the world and how she may please her husband. Um, our commitment to please our spouses is guided by first pleasing the Lord. Before you come into this marriage, you were supposed to already be focused on pleasing the Lord. And so when you come into the marriage, you are supposed to be pleasing the Lord. You're supposed to be walking with him. This can be difficult if our spouse is not in agreement on the two being better together for the Lord. If the goal is not to be better together for the Lord, um, you're going to struggle with this. If the spouse focuses on their individual pleasure over and above pleasing the Lord, then th there will be a conflict. And the other spouse must choose to love their spouse less than the Lord. <laughs> they must love that spouse less than the Lord. And then their, uh, sorry, uh, and this will allow them to win that spouse by their conduct. Now, what do I mean by love them less than the Lord? It's what Jesus said. If you're going to come after me, you've got to love me more than everything else. This is where the contention comes in, is that if you love that person who is loving themselves more than they're loving God, then you're both led astray. Because they're loving themselves. They're putting themselves above pleasing the Lord. And you're trying to love them while they're trying to love themselves. Instead of you both trying to love God, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because the spouse, because a spouse can and may leave you. But the Lord has promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So who should your true commitment be to? The one who will never leave you nor forsake you. You hope that your spouse has that same commitment. That's why for whether for a person who's married or not married, we all have the same commitment. The Lord. And if we are doing that, then when marriage comes into the play, you got two people who are going after the Lord. That marriage is going to fulfill God's purpose and not our purpose. But we have been taught that marriage is about our purpose and about this other person meeting my needs, not about us following after God and pleasing the Lord. And it's taken years, you know, to really grasp that, you know, I've been working with marriages for years, for for almost 20 years now, right? That's, that's crazy to say, but we've been working with marriages for nearly 20 years now and sitting down with people and, and when we look and say, wow, they're going at each other, but I wish they were going after God. I wish they weren't going at each other. 
I wish they were going after God and becoming one in him. And my goal, my, my, my wife's heart is that how do we get couples to do that? Well, it starts with your relationship with God. We got to work with individuals on their relationship with God. And that's why whether married or unmarried, the priority is the same. feel like the old school preacher oh it's quiet in here no <laughs> thank you john i see your heart That's popping up thank good. you i need need that encouragement questions comments concerns i have a comment yes <laughs> i am um, i like what you <laughs> what you said was very profound. You know, in a relationship, a lot of times people are focused on the one that can and might possibly leave you. Yeah. Versus focusing on the Lord who already told you in his promise that he'll never leave you a mistake. Never leave you. So, no matter what goes on with that other human, focus <laughs> on God. Amen. 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 All right. But I do think that there was something to that in the you know, what you were saying, essentially, like, um, you know, when, you know, your focus, you are in a good place for focusing your full attention on God, right? Yes. And to keep your mind on him, right? You don't have to share or be distracted, right? right? And so, you know, just remembering that. And then he says... You know, essentially, once you do make a covenant that, you know, I basically have um, blessed, right? Like, I've blessed this covenant, so obviously, I'm not going to say you would have any less or I would give you any less of me, right? Right, so right. But I will still give you as much of me. Mm-hmm. But now you have to also be split in your in your um, actions, mm-hmm. so to speak, or, you know, in your alignment with what you do in your body. And so mm-hmm. now you have to kind of focus on what the needs are of your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that spouse, for some reason, is focused on their own needs, right? Mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily on yours and not necessarily on God, but on their own then what you're kind of saying is at that point, then you have to remember, um, you have to continue to do what you were supposed to be doing anyway. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. That hasn't changed. God never said, don't focus on me. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to now be able to split, you know, an understanding of, of that, of that of physical, mental, and spiritual you know, kind of alignment in this other covenant. Right. Right? Right. And so I guess the real the real thing is like you still have to always be loving God the most. Mm. Yes. Right? And he will make sure that even if you don't feel loved in those moments, you will get what you need. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, that's 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 deep. Yeah, that's really that's good. <laughs> that's sobering. <laughs> Any other final comments before we pray out? I told y'all it's gonna okay. be deep. All right, this is good. Deep. <laughs> no, I think I. Look, you. process. They got another process. Right. Today. Yes. <laughs> so good. You so good. Load the truck up pretty. Ty, what you got? You gonna close this out? I don't have any comments or nothing. I mean, I guess I just keep looking at the term covenant, right? And understanding uh, covenant, you know, and we kind of discussed this. One of the, the things with the covenant that always came was the shedding of blood. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. We didn't even get to that. We talked about how um, in the Old Testament, the circumcision brought blood, mm -hmm. right? Even in, um, <laughs> yes, it did. Even in the... Um, the covenant established between God and Israel, they had to make sacrifices. Yeah, blood. Mm -hmm. um, blood sacrifices. And then Jesus, in the new covenant, shed his blood. Mm -hmm. um, so covenant always requires blood in the sense of um, uh, sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was something that um, we kind of didn't, you know. So in, in establishing a covenant with marriage, whether it be you're married to Christ, right? Or whether you actually be married to someone, there will always be sacrifice required, mm -hmm. and so you have to. Um... You don't know my truck too much. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, too much. I, I told I, you, it's, it's... there's a, there's a sacrifice. We were studying always... for about five hours on this. There, there was a sacrifice <laughs> always required, and so you you mm -hmm. you have to. Um, we don't think about that when when this, in in a marriage per se when we're all ready mm -hmm. for the wedding and we're looking at dresses and planning uh what to eat and the type of cake anything we don't become conscientious of what may be required right. as a sacrifice later on right mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and so it, you know in every covenant god required that mm -hmm. and and we tend to overlook that even in just our walk you know in order to lay down our flesh and and continue to obey it requires a sacrifice i think that that was something that we were looking at and i know we got close um with the lord's supper mm -hmm. right we did literally he's saying in the lord's supper as you do this in remembrance of me right, right? Mm -hmm. he's saying that this is the new covenant yes. in my blood mm. that when you take the lord's supper you are reminding yourself of the commitment that he made to you mm -hmm. and the commitment that you're making to him. Mm. Right. Mm. Uh, Tim says, I have a question, but I'm still processing. Uh, where'd it go? <laughs> um, I'm still processing husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church mm -hmm. and he, as he gave himself for her. You, you know, <clears throat> you're going to process that till. <laughs> You you you're standing before Jesus <laughs> because that is a continual revelation that you find yourself laying down your life. And remember, this is why did Jesus lay down his life so that we might be saved? Mm -hmm. Why are husbands laying down their life so that their wife might be saved so they can present her 
blameless and spotless, mm -hmm. right? That's why he laid down his life so that we would be blameless and spotless. So the husband's priority is that if nobody else is saved in the whole wide world, mm -hmm. she's supposed to be saved. Mm -hmm. Right. All this other stuff that we put in there kind of taints it when we mix in the worldly stuff. Right. Uh, Minister Mike, you got your hand up. And since you're going to make the last comment, you're going to pray us out. Can you do that for me, please, sir? <laughs> right. Question. So what is it that we do as a married couple to remind us of our commitment? Say it again. What do we do as a symbol as our, our commitment? Yes. To 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 the Lord or to each other? To to each other. Like I think um when you when you ask that question, generally an the anniversary is supposed to be a reminder of But we don't do the anniversary. I I I, I wanna we do, don't do the anniversary. I, I wanna yes. do just a teaching on the an anniversary because a lot of people's anniversary, again, is not about the Lord. He's not even in it. Mm -hmm. It's only about them. And so how are we... So I, that's a great question you bring up. Mm -hmm. Where is the Lord in this marriage? Why aren't we honoring him and reminding ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, that we've come together in the Lord, mm -hmm. that he's really the reason why we're together? Because if you're not a Christian, there's really no, no need for marriage. Mm -hmm. Marriage is about obedience to the Lord. Yeah. It's not about just being married, you know? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. oh. Mr. Mike's supposed Mr. to Mr. Mike, go ahead and close this out. Okay. <laughs> no, that's just a thumbs up. He's just giving the thumbs up. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. <coughs> Excuse me. So, Father, God, we just thank you for this day, Lord. I just thank you for this class, Father. I'm sure to each and every one of us here tonight, Lord God, and I hope and pray, Father God, that we can take something from this class and apply it to our own marriage, Father. Um, if there's nothing else, please let us take care of Lord God. And, uh, if we don't already have you in this marriage, let us take care and put you first in this marriage. Lord. We just thank you for this day, and we just thank you for what this day has meant um, to us, Father God, as it relates to you. I'm just give you glory and honor and praise, and um, we can't wait till we come back next week um, to learn more about the marriage that we're in, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So join us next week. Join us next week. Our topic week. next week is divorce and remarriage. And remarriage. You know, we're looking at why God hates divorce. And what does life look and like what after does divorce? Life look like after divorce, and. Um, how to understand because to wow. stay married you got to look at what is the opposition right and then how that connects in a course with our walk with god yep we've been trying to make sure we're connecting those so that because marriage is not separate from god you know yeah so Amen. thank you all for Amen. joining us thank you for your feedback um definitely you know enjoyed your comments and um your questions uh keep that coming Yes. We enjoy it. Amen. Amen. Amen.